Planning a trip to one of the great national parks? L.L. Bean went to the experts at the National Park Foundation to get the inside scoop on which parks are the best to visit in each season. Whether you're looking for outstanding scenery, smaller crowds, or unique activities, L.L. Bean, be an outsider. To check out the full list of recommendations, visit llbean.com slash explore. at the Breslin 76 to 61 uh Rod this was a another game obviously ref by Bo Borowski you could tell by the amount of free throws and all the crazy stuff that go went on in this one but uh kind of a a, a chippy game here that, that's putting it mildly look I, I I had said in the pregame that one of the things you know that there's a lot to question about Indiana but one thing I don't question is that they're going to play hard and play tough. And they did. Mm-hmm. And I was, I'm very grateful to say Michigan state matched it and surpassed it, which is what they had to do. It's what they, they hadn't been doing. And so they did, they did the main thing that I needed to see to feel good about this. So it was that kind of game and it was physical and there were a lot of fouls called, some of which were unnecessary, some of which were. This was not a game like we sometimes see where I come away from it thinking, oh, you know, this was just an endless parade to the free throw line. It wasn't merited. They called ticky-tack fouls. There were some bad calls. Most of them were probably earned. Mm -hmm. That was a very physical game. And I'm glad to say that because that's what Michigan State hadn't been doing. Yeah. And and they they came out with I mean look AJ Hogard gets tossed for two technicals that second one I don't get it unless he said something and maybe he did say something because Mike Woodson went ballistic but all he did all he did that I could see on, on anybody could see on television is stand there clapping his hands mm-hmm. that's not really taunting but whatever. AJ was running his mouth. Malik was running his mouth the whole game. But when I say that, I don't mean that pejoratively. I mean, Michigan state was engaged Yeah, in a way that we have not seen. And, and that makes a difference, you know? Yeah. They, they needed that. It's interesting too, because I, it brings me back to last year. It seemed like there was a time when they really, really were down and out. All of a sudden, Josh Langford came out and started getting, you know, a Spartan dog type of behavior. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what I'm seeing here. And I, I like it, you know, as well, long as it's not I do too. people or hurting people, you absolutely. Just in their face and, and get absolutely. Head. Absolutely agree. Yeah. It's what this team needed mm-hmm. because a lot of what had been ailing them, I think is a reflection of not being sufficiently engaged. Well, you couldn't accuse them of that today. Yeah. Yeah. And and when it's coming from a captain and Malik Call, who I think is your best player now, and one of the two point guards, and actually I thought Tyson Walker played much more aggressively than we've seen, especially in the second half. Yeah. Um, for for those guys, your two point guards and and one of your captains, to be doing that, that's huge. That's yeah. what's needed. Uh, and a, another big part of this game, I mean, uh, there was a lot of free throws, but. 89% for Michigan State, 25 for 28 at the free throw line. Yeah. 
They were uh, great. Conversely, they were, great. they were 59%, 16 for 27. So they had just as many opportunities uh, except for one, but that's a big it, deal. It, that's a, that's a, a nine-point difference. Yeah, and it's something we didn't call out as a key to the game, but in retrospect should have. Uh, there is a big difference in the, between these two teams. Indiana on the year, not as bad as they were today, but they're not good. Mm-hmm. They're they're well under 70% as a team, whereas Michigan State's been pretty solidly in the mid-70s all year long. So Michigan State a little better than they normally are. Indiana a little worse made that gap bigger. But in a general sense, the fact that there was a gap is befitting the difference between the two teams in terms of how they shoot them. I think the big thing for MSU is how many they got. And they got them by virtue of being aggressive. Mm-hmm. By all the things we were just talking about. That's why, in part, that's why they got to shoot that many. Because they played extremely hard. They played with force. They played with intent. And when you do that, generally speaking, you're going to draw fouls. Mm -hmm. Because you become hard to guard. Uh, And so you look at the the starter. We'll go through the starters in this one. Obviously, the first one is A.J. starts this one um, uh, rather than Walker, which he goes in 21 minutes, 14 points, four rebounds, uh, eight assists to two turnovers and a steal, four for seven from the floor, uh, really from the line. Really, really good game. That free throw shooting's big because that's not always been the case for him this year to hit six of seven. That's big. Um, brilliant in the first half. Mm-hmm. He was the reason they were up seven at the break. Um, unfortunately or unfortunately, depending upon how you look at it, it was a game uh, very similar to most of what we had seen until lately when neither guy had been playing well. Uh, AJ was the guy in the first half, and then Tyson Walker was the guy in the second. AJ yeah. still played decently in the second. He wasn't bad, but he wasn't as impactful as he had been. Mm-hmm. Still, overall, I think starting him, you have no complaints. Uh, and the one thing I thought maybe it was different about the game plan starting him is they they pounded the paint a little bit harder in the first at the beginning of yeah. this one. Um, yep. Bingham got a bunch of shots didn't didn't get all of them in, but he winds up with five points, two rebounds, two for five. Uh, they went to him early, but I think it was I, I would suspect it's a couple things. One is just to establish that general Michigan State wants to have more of a paint presence than they've had. Uh, throughout most of the season and then the second thing is if you can as a as a side effect of that if you can maybe get trace jackson davis race thompson or both in a little bit of foul trouble you really help yourself now that didn't happen Mm -hmm. but yeah it was a strategic difference it's something we haven't seen them do with this kind of intent uh very much this season so it's interesting to see Um, i don't personally i gotta tell you i don't personally love it with um uh, with Marcus, because I don't think that's his strength. Yeah. I'm not surprised that he had trouble finishing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just not who he is. He's a guy, I want him to get his points kind of in the flow of the game rather than, hey, we're going to you on the blocks. If you've got marble in, okay. Uh-huh. And certainly Hall, they can play through that way. But uh, that, but uh, that whatever. I mean, it, it didn't work. I'm not surprised. I don't love it. But I get the intention. And I think I'm I'm at a, a turning point here with Marcus Bingham. Um, if he's wide open, I think 
I, I'm okay with him taking those threes. Well, he's I, been hot. I think he's, yeah. isn't he seven? I think he's seven for 19 now. Yeah. On the year from three. So his, his three point percentage is now into the good category. Yeah. He hit that. You're talking about the first bucket the of the game for game. MSU. Yeah. He had an open three. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And that's what I mean by getting stuff from within the flow yeah. of the offense. That's where I like him better. Get him transition buckets, get him an offensive put back. Get him a lob, you know, get him an open three. That's how I prefer. Even a jumper, even a face-up jumper I'm okay with Mm. from him as opposed to pure post plays. I just haven't seen it be very successful for most of the season. Yeah. You want to go down there once, okay, but three, four times, that's – I don't think that's winning basketball. But Uh, And then – Kind of a, a struggle for the wings in this one. Christie and Brown, they both combined uh, one for nine from the floor. Christie with eight, three yeah. and two. Brown with zero, three and one. How many? How many? What was what was uh, Gabe, had Gabe zero Brown's points. numbers? No, I know that. Oh, but how many rebounds? Three. Okay, I thought he had more than that. Yeah, uh, you know, Gabe took something he hasn't done very much this year, and it's hard for him to do because. He's he's so long, it's hard for him to force a shot. Like he's a guy who can take a good jumper when he's covered. Mm-hmm. That is possible for him. It was not the case today. I thought he was forcing things. The one thing I'll give Gabe, um, great play on that transition lob to Malik, yeah. and and the right play for a guy who was struggling to score and is a scorer. That was that was good to see. But yeah, Gabe's. You know, he had that great game against Rutgers, and now we've had two in a row where he's kind of back down in the mire. He's going to have to fight his way out of it. When Max, you know, didn't hit shots, uh, did a nice job at the – what do you have, six or eight at the free throw line? Uh, Yeah, Max, six for six. Yeah, so he did a little bit of work there. Um, I thought both guys were good defensively, though. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, not that was not where they went to for scoring today, that's for sure. Uh, so the bench outscored the starters in this one. Um, Malik People Hall, make too much of that. The, yeah, the, 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 every game now, it's a graphic. Like, well, you need to understand what Michigan State is doing. <laughs> their their <laughs> yeah. best player, arguably, I, I think inarguably now, is Malik Hall, right? Mm-hmm. Um, between the two point guards, either one of those guys could have a bigger game offensively, game to game, you know? Mm-hmm. That's always possible. Um Marble can get you points off the bench, you know. So I, uh, Jaden Akins can do some of that. So I, I don't. It's it's such a it's such an example of how little work and prep and understanding goes into this stuff on behalf of networks. Because if they understood it, they wouldn't even bother flashing the stat. Or if right. they did, they would make a point of mentioning and getting to the reality here and say, well, you know, this number is skewed for Michigan state in ways. It's not for other teams because look at the minute distribution. The fact is they've got a bunch of guys who are playing pretty much all the same number of minutes. Mm -hmm. So is it a surprise that the bench might outscore the starters in a given game? No, it shouldn't be. Yeah. They actually, I think they got more minutes. (laughs) They got more minutes than the starters overall. Um, Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Given that Gabe wasn't playing particularly well, um, yeah, they, they and, and right at right Marble played maybe his best overall game of the year. Um, I thought he was great. Yeah. Um, in the in the forget the points, I mean in the areas that he has not been good. 
he was really good today. But nine, we'll get to him in a minute. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll just stick right with him. Nine rebounds. Um, yeah. That, that may be and, the highest I've seen all year for him. Yes. He rebounded like a man, and he defended his ass off. I mean, Trace Jackson Davis can score against anybody, and he did. But, you know, some of what Indiana does with him, as we talked about in the preview, I will never understand why they don't play through him more. Mm-hmm. How many shots from the floor did he have today? Like 13, 14? Uh, Davis? Yeah, uh, Jackson Davis. Yeah, 13 from the floor. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That guy should be up around 20 every yeah. game. That's that just for, for a team that struggles to score, I will never understand it. But I will say today, Julius Marble had something to do with that because he fronted him. You know, Bainham didn't front him as aggressively because he doesn't have to. He's got that length. He can bother him playing from behind. Julius has to front him. It's the only way he could survive. And, and that's good news, potentially, as we've got these games coming up with Purdue and Illinois and, and even Ohio State. Yeah. If Julius Marvel can give them more minutes like that, where he just works his ass off to front a big man, now it's a, it's a different challenge on a, on a level still from what he had today when you're facing some of the size that teams like Purdue and Illinois can throw out there at you. But the principle is still there. If you confront that effectively, you can really limit what that player does in the post. You can at least force a team to have to go over the top of you, which then becomes dicier for them in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So that was really, really good stuff from Julius. I mean, I've been a critic for most of the last two years because I think those two areas, he just has not shown signs of being good enough. But today, he was, and then some. He was really good. Yeah. And I don't even care about the scoring. It's nice, but you defend, you rebound like that, you deserve to play. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, this was not a game where Marcus's minutes – I mean, he had foul trouble. That hurt him some. But this was not a game where I felt like his minutes were limited because of his um, his conditioning or anything like that. It was just a little bit of foul trouble, and then Julius was really playing well. Yeah. Uh, and We'll get back to Malik here. 24 minutes, 18 points, 6 rebounds, an assist on only 9 attempts from the, the field. 4 for 9, 2 for 4 from 3, 8 for 8 from the line, a block. Yeah. The, the, awesome. shooting from, the shooting from the floor is a low mark for him because he shot really, really well this season. But it doesn't even begin to matter mm-hmm. because the free throw attempts added to that are more reflective of what was going on. He was a hard man for Indiana to deal with. And he gave Michigan state an emotional fulcrum that they rallied around. You know, the fact that the only other time I've seen him even close to this was that game in Madison, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was another great game from him where he led Michigan state to a relatively easy win. Same thing in this game, but even more so was in front of the home crowd, and I think he was even more amped up. Uh, if he plays with that kind of fire, I keep saying this, there's an all-Big Ten player there. If he yeah. plays with this kind of energy and emotion, forget it. He is. Uh, that that <laughs> shot from behind the backboard was uh, that's, un- yeah. unbelievable. But, I, you know, that's things like that, sometimes you get rewarded with things like that. You know, mm-hmm. the basketball gods, so to speak, reward you when you're doing the things that your team needs you to do in other ways. And I think that was the case for him. I mean, it was a freaky shot, but, uh, but it's actually a shot that's like kind of in his wheelhouse, you know, sort of fading absolutely. away really high. Absolutely. Arcing, like, yeah, not many yeah. guys could pull that off. 
Right. Yeah. No, it was a great shot and, and just a great game from him. I yeah. mean, all the way around. I thought he was good on defense. Uh, there were some segments where he was guarding Jackson Davis and he held his own, uh, held his own against race Thompson. I, I thought he was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaden Akins, 21 minutes, four points, two rebounds, uh, a steal. Yeah. That doesn't do justice to him either, man. He, he was, they, they highlighted it on the broadcast, which was good. That segment, in the second half where he, his defense helped deny a post entry pass to Jackson Davis. And then he goes the other side of the floor and is there guarding Stewart on the catch. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't get an open look. And that guy, despite the fact he didn't play that well today, He's their best three-point shooter. Yeah. Um, I thought Jaden Akins was great today. And that was also part of the reason why, you know, Brown and Christie, they didn't have to ask as much of them because, what, he played 21 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, so they were going to him more. That's – that, and because he earned it. Mm-hmm. I mean, his, his defense, his energy, all of that, it, it's just – you could see it coming with that kid, man. It's a matter of time. It's not going to happen this year, but you know, next year, depending upon how the roster shakes out, I think he is a guy. I'm not going to say he could take the same leap that a Johnny Davis or a, or a um, Keegan Murray has, but I think he could take a leap mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, the he's de- got that. He's got the elements. The wing defense was outstanding i mean you look at galloway yep. 0 for 6 one point johnson seven points three for seven cop one for three for three points uh yep. the only person that got anything really was bates with 13 for four for eight yep on the yeah no they were re- they were really good and Jaden akins was the best of the bunch today yeah uh and uh tyson walker 15 points two rebounds uh no assists but five for ten from the floor three for six from three two for two from the line two steals no assists. I'm surprised. Yeah. Okay. I, I I won't I won't belabor that. But this, God, I hope I'm, I hope that we are able to look back and say that second half was a turning point for him because he did some things in this game that I have been just praying to see and we haven't seen yet. Um, the big. Well, I'll say the one big thing. There have been a lot of times this year where, it, it, due to switching, he gets isolated on a big man. Yeah. And he very, very rarely has attacked that kind of mismatch. It's the kind of thing Cassius Winston made a living on. And Tyson has not, as we've talked about generally, has just not been nearly aggressive enough. Today, he was. Mm-hmm. That was aggressive basketball in the second half from him. It is exactly what Michigan State needs from him. And and then you add to that, I thought he was the best he's been defensively in a while. Yeah. I mean, he was all over the place. Yeah. And just a pest. I just don't mean the steals. I mean just generally. He was up in those guys. Yep. Getting over all um, the screens. Yep. It was it was such a great half from him. So you put he and Hogard together. What are you twenty nine points yeah. from the point guard position? Twenty nine, eight points, assists, seven yeah. rebounds between them. Yep, that's that is good stuff. Yeah, I, I'm excited about the way both of those guys play. Mm-hmm. But for Tyson, especially because it was it was an example of him doing things that we've been praying we were going to see and we just haven't seen with any consistency. And at least for a half, he was the aggressive kind of player Michigan State needs him to be. They need him when he gets switched on an opposing five. Take him. 
Yeah. That guy can't guard you. And if you miss a jumper, okay. But take the jumper. You know? Or take him to the rim if he's up on you. He did a little bit of that today, too. His first basket was that. He got isolated, I think, on Jackson Davis and took him to the hole and scored. Those are the things that he needs to do. And if he misses a few shots here and there, who cares? Uh, and then Pierre Brooks, eight minutes, one point, two rebounds. You know, um, I think the best thing you could say about Pierre Brooks today was that he didn't look out of place. Mm-hmm. You know, at either end, I thought he held his own defensively. I thought offensively, you know, he did make the one play, which I was really encouraged by, where he got to the line that he split the free throws, but that got him his point. And that was a play where they got him the ball on the wing, and he just took his defender into the middle of the lane. And drew a foul. It's a mentality that Michigan State does not have enough of on their in their perimeter players right now. And I know that Pierre has that in him. I've seen him play enough. The other thing you like is he's got the body to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, he's a guy who's got that kind of Aaron Henry, Miles Bridges kind of not exactly, but but that kind of bolt on the wing. You know, very tough to defend. And, and he's got a good enough handle and good enough instincts and vision and understanding of the game that I think he can get himself into those spots. So that was really cool to see. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I talked a lot about this heading into the holidays, and I thought that might be the period that he could make his move. Well, that didn't happen, but it's happening now. They're going to him more frequently. He's consistently getting first-half turns, and he's holding his own. So it, it's not going to go backward for him, at least not right now. I would expect the next game, expect to see Pierre Brooks at some point in the first half Yeah, because he's earning it. Uh, and then I missed Joey. Uh, 16 minutes, five points, five rebounds, hit a three, got to the line. Yeah, you know, not a hugely impactful game from him, but he did some nice things at times. You know, uh, this is just – you'd hope for a little more production, but um, – you know, and obviously, especially in the second half, Malik just kind of took over. So you saw Joey less, but I, I'm I'm okay with what Joey did. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so the keys. Uh, I lost my key sheet here. Wasn't the first one defense? Or... No, first one was okay. um, was energy. Energy, yeah. And we, we've talked about it uh, quite a bit already, but, I mean, it's it's very, very obvious that uh, Michigan State did um, respond mm-hmm. in that area. You'd, you'd hope that they would have responded uh, coming off the Rutgers butt-kicking. And, and I think they were better in the second half in that way against Wisconsin, but not – not enough today was different because they like in those two games, they were playing another team that was very, very motivated mm-hmm. and was going to play hard and has physical guys who play physically and all that. And, you know, I said, MSG has to match or surpass these guys. And they did that. I thought Michigan state was quicker to loose balls than they've been. They were, they were more competitive when a rebound went up, didn't always get them secured, but they were competing offensively, I thought they played with a lot more, um, well, that's going to be the third one, but a lot more purpose, you know. Screening was better. Motion was better. 
all of it, willingness to attack was better. Having that mindset, all of it was better. Uh, so the second key, defensive rebounding. Yeah, well, let's see. What were the numbers? We got... I like I have ten offensive rebounds for Indiana and eight with MSU, but that doesn't count team offensive. Yeah, well, I'll I'll pull it up here in a second. Um, so hopefully we'll get the the full numbers here. But um, I I did not think it was great. Uh, it was I thought they competed. It wasn't about that. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. We do have the numbers, so let's see. Um, so Indiana had 12 offensive rebounds on 39 shots. So it's going to be an okay percentage. Yeah, 30.7%. That's all right. Not great. Better than we've seen lately, though. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And again, Indiana, not a great offensive rebounding team, as we talked about. But... Um, I think they, as I think I mentioned in the preview, they do have guys who are capable offensive. You know, I'm looking at it. Jackson Davis had three. Thompson had three. Those are the two guys. You're not surprised they did that. Mm-hmm. You know, Indiana has not been great as a team, but those guys, you know, are capable any particular game of delivering. Uh, and then purpose and was the third key. Yeah. That's more, more on the offensive end. We do. You know, I think that. The, the free throw attempt numbers are indicative of, of that for Michigan State. I think they played much with much more intent, much harder, much more physically on offense. Yeah. Uh, and then make shots. Michigan State, 43% from the floor on this one, 35 from three. Yeah, you know, I, I will say this. I'm a little bit surprised. It's not that Michigan State shot horribly. They didn't. But I'm a little bit surprised that, it didn't take a little better shooting effort from three in particular to get this kind of win. Mm -hmm. Uh, The free throws had a lot to do with that. You know, they got to the line so often to score 25 points at the line. You don't expect that coming in. So, you know, three point shooting was not the strength it's been normally, but it wasn't too far off. They were 35%, seven for 20. They were okay. As you said, 43% overall, from the floor, but that 89% at the line, I guess on, on high volume, I guess we'll count that as making shots. Yeah. And when you hold them to 34 and 24 from three point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Michigan State's great compared to them. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, and look, they're a bad shooting team. So that's what you should do. Yeah. But yeah, welcome big sigh of relief that they actually did that. You know, it was Rutgers is a bad shooting team too. And we saw what happened there. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then last key was point guards. And plus, 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 plus. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think the job that those guys were able to do, um, you know, the, Tyson, the only critique I have, the two turnovers to no assists, but I, I didn't feel the offense when he was out there was stalling at all. You know, he yeah. was he was really good. Uh, the team was good when he was out there, especially in the second half. And, you know, to get the 29 points plus 50% from the floor, three for seven combined from three, um, eight for nine combined at the line, 
six boards. I mean, they did a lot of things well. Yeah. Two to one assist to turnover ratio between the two of them. Three steals. Yeah. Both guys have a lot to feel good about. Yeah. And that's important, especially when you make, I don't know the fans probably make a bigger deal out of this than the players, but when you make a switch like that in the starting lineup and both guys play good, hey, <laughs> there's nothing. You, you to, can nothing feel it work, right? Mm. You can feel, okay, that for one day at least, that move played out. Yeah. Because AJ started the game off well, had a great first half, and Tyson didn't. Tyson had a bucket in the first half, but wasn't as effective, and then came out in the second half and really got it going. Particularly when, I mean, Michigan State, when they delivered the final blow, that was when Tyson Walker was on the court. And Tyson Walker was out there making buckets. Mm. It kind of finally gave Indiana the Heisman. All right, so um, a big win here stops the, the losing streak here. Next one up, Penn State on Tuesday. Um, yeah, and, you know, road game, a, a team that isn't particularly talented, but they're at home. They play hard. They can make games kind of ugly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you don't take anything for granted, but, you know, and I'm, I'm not hung up on the Big Ten title stuff, as we talked about last time. Uh, I don't think you can be if you're Michigan State. Uh, you just need to be focusing on getting better every game. But I will say, what some of what's happened around the conference, Purdue going into Ann Arbor and just getting wiped out, mm-hmm. which was an indictment of Purdue's defense as much as anything else. Uh, Wisconsin getting beaten by Rutgers, who, I, you know, I know I was pretty flippant before that Rutgers game and saying, yeah, they're six and five or whatever they were in the league, but, you know, the, the net is so terrible. The resume is not good. Well, they've just beaten Michigan State, Ohio State, and now Wisconsin in Madison in three in consecutive games. Yeah. If they keep doing this, and I think they've still got more they got to do, but they could be a, a team that gets back into the tournament mix, and certainly Michigan is in that framework. And now if you're Indiana, you start feeling like you got a lot of work to do. Yeah. Um, but, but anyway, you look at the, you look at the standings and you got Purdue sitting there with four losses, Michigan state with four losses, Wisconsin with four, um, Ohio state, I believe with four now and Illinois with three, but Illinois still got to come to East Lansing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you just, I think you just take it game by game and just focus on getting better. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. Great win. Um, we'll get the, the preview up for Penn State here in the next day or so. Until then, the Final Four is not on schedule. When you drive the most dependable mass market brand, you can stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see yourself behind the wheel of the number one most dependable mass market brand three years in a row by J.D. Power. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Kia received the fewest reported problems among mass market brands in the J.D. Power 2021 to 2023 U.S. Vehicle Dependability Studies. 2023 study based on 2020 models. See jdpower.com awards for 2023 details.